Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Andrew Menzel from uh, Cricket Unfiltered Podcast is on the line. G'day, Andrew. G'day, Jace. How are you? Good, mate. Can I just call you Manners? Can, is that easier? That's it. That's what everyone calls me, friends oh, yeah. and enemies. Well, okay. Well, I I'll, won't ask you which one I am at this stage. Uh, but Manners, jeez, uh, the T20, loving it. Um, I'll talk to you about low scores. But the Windies, um, Windies last night, before we cover off in Australia, finally get a victory. Why hasn't Jason Holder been in their first two matches? Yeah, very strange. He wasn't even in their squad until there was an injury and they were able to bring him into their squad and make him available for selection. It was peculiar that he wasn't playing. Even Carlos Brathwaite, who hit those four sixes in the last T20 World Cup, isn't in their 11 or in the squad either. But, yeah, great win for the Windies. It would have been a shame if they'd lost last night and that would have pretty much um, sent them crashing out of the tournament. So a tight victory over Bangladesh. But I think we all enjoy watching the Windies play. So... They got the chocolates in the end. Yeah, um, uh, talk about quickly Pakistan. Geez, they look the goods, don't they? Yeah, terrific game against Afghanistan. They're really fierce rivals, and there was a big crowd that turned up to watch the game in the UAE, and it turned out to be a thriller. I, I love watching this this Afghanistan team play. They they smash big sixes. They've got a, a variety of spinners and they, they pushed the Pakistan team all the way last night. Pakistan needed 24 off the last two overs and Asif Ali hit four sixes in, in the second last over, did it pretty comfortably in the end, but it was a, a terrific win for Pakistan and they're looking like one of the real tournament favourites. They play a lot of cricket in the UAE and they're very familiar with the conditions and I think they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. You forget about it. I, I don't even know why I didn't think about that at the start of the tournament when, you know, I don't mind having a bit of a punt gamble responsibly. Uh, but I, I tell you, I don't even know why I thought of them as a chance because they play all their cricket over there. So they, if any team is used to the conditions, there's no one more than Pakistan, right? Yeah, absolutely. But but I sort of see where you're coming from, kind of forgetting about them, because they're such an unpredictable side. They literally could have come in and lost every game in this tournament and no one would have been really surprised. So there are, they are a tough team to bet on because you can never really gauge sort of how they're travelling as a squad, but they seem to be unified and playing well and uh, tough to beat. Yeah, right. Let's talk about Australia. So good to see Dave Warner and Aaron Finch uh, finally get some runs in game two the other night. Oh, most certainly. I think there's a lot of people around Australian cricket sleeping much better in the last couple of days. None <laughs> more so than Justin Langer, the coach, George Bailey, the head selector, and even Tony Donahue, the new selector. The fact that Warner and Finch were both out of form would have been giving them a lot of headaches, but they, they turned it around. They put on 70 in the first seven overs. It was Warner and Finch of old. Finch came out smoking 37 off 23. 
and Warner 65 off 42. So, so I think that makes Australia look a lot better proceeding in the tournament. We need Warner and Finch firing. And that was a, a terrific knock by both of them. And in the end, quite a comfortable victory over Sri Lanka with three overs to spare. And yeah, just a big boost for the squad. Finally, a bit of luck too for Warner. That simple leg side catch to the keeper put down where it came off the glove. He hasn't had a lot of luck, and he just had a, just a couple of little chances the other night, which 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 you need uh, when you're having a bad run. Oh yeah, and when things are going bad for you, they take all those catches. So I don't know if you remember in the practice game, Warner advanced down the wicket first ball and got an edge, and some bloke at first slip, you know, dive two metres to his left and took a ripper. But in this yeah. match, you're right. He got a bit of luck. It was a dolly catch. I reckon you would have even... Actually, you know what? Gibbo would have been able to catch it even in today right now. Yeah, he'd been able to catch that one. Yeah, I'm looking so, at Gibbo um, on... I'm looking at Gibbo on teams at the moment because I'm, I'm in the Gold Coast SEN studio. Gibbo, you look disgusting. Thank you, Jase. <laughs> have you, you showered today? Yeah, of course. Please, come on. Look at that and dirty I'll, mo you got as I'll, well. I'll also have you know that I'm Harbord Bowling Club, Cricket Club's best bowler. So I would have taken that, Jace. What What do you bowl? Oh, Dibbly Dobbly's right arm. Yeah. Medium. Or, or, how would you have taken the catch off your own bowling if you were the wiki, if you were bowling? Always. How would you always. have been wicketkeeper? Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right there, Andrew. You're right there, mate. Caught and bowled, I think. Yeah, but true. <laughs> A bowler never drops a, a court and bold, mate. Never, they never, ever, ever drop. You can't do that. You can't do that to yourself. Hey, speaking of bowlers, Adam Zampa, he was outstanding. Two for 12 or four overs. Yeah, he, he sort of uh, really halted the Sri Lankan momentum in that innings. It was, it was a good performance. And if Australia used to really challenge for this T20 World Cup, we're well, going to need Adam Zampa firing because... You know, he doesn't have a lot of backup. You know, Ashton Agar, they're sort of not picking him. And Mitch Swepton hasn't played a lot. So they really need Zampa to perform. You know, it was a good spell, two for 12 in four overs. You don't get much better than that in T20 cricket. But it did expose Australia's fifth bowler. Tranka really seemed to target Glenn Maxwell and Marcus Stoinis. They went for over 10 and over. And I think that's an mm. area of concern. Uh, if, you know, England later on, well, tomorrow morning, Australian time, it's a huge game. You know, England will probably target Stoinis, Maxwell, and even Mitch Marsh because that's probably the weak link in Australia's bowling lineup. Yeah, that's true. But if we can break through early and get some early wickets, then that doesn't become such a, such a big issue. As you say, they will take on the Poms tomorrow morning, 1 a.m. Sydney time. Um, the game before that, though, South Africa versus Sri Lanka, we've had the whole thing about Quentin de Kock uh, this week and whichever side of the fence you sit on, I, I think the performance by Cricket South Africa here was disgusting, telling the team on the way to the bus and putting pressure on people to take a knee. I, I, in this day and age, you should get the choice to whether take the knee or not take the knee, and I, I thought that was, I, I thought that was poor form by their governing cricket body. But Quentin de Kock has apologised. He's back in the he's back in the squad. Do you think he'll play tonight against Sri Lanka? I think they'll have to stick him in. He's such a good player. He's without doubt. He's their best batsman at the moment. Right? 
and, and I think that that apology was pretty unequivocal. There was no reason now not to select him. There was fears after he pulled out of that last game that we might not see him play international cricket again. I mean, there was headlines in the paper that big bash clubs were courting him to try and yeah. get him down here for the summer. And that would have been really sad because he's such an exciting player. South Africa have lost so many of their best players over the last few years for various reasons. Um, so I think this is the best result. He's apologised. He'll be taking the knee tonight. And uh, I take your point about cricket South Africa chucking it on them at the last minute. That was probably where the error was. If you're going to make a policy like that, you can't just stick it on half an hour before a game. You've no. got to discuss it with the team in a proper environment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it kind of backfired a little bit as well because of what it did then, it, it, it goes against everything taking a knee is about. It's about unity. And then it just divided the cricket world. And it was just, anyway, hopefully we can move on from that. Victory tonight for Australia. We'll see them progress to the semis. Oh, the Poms are the favourites in this. Not many people giving Australia a chance. And it might be because that fifth bowling option that you mentioned, Manners. But I, I actually think... This is this is the strongest squad Australia can put together. And when we had this squad back in 2019, we we're number one in the world. And I, I, I reckon this squad of Australia's is only going to get better. And I actually think we'll beat England tonight. And I'm not just saying that being an Aussie. I actually think we're a very, very good chance of beating them. Look, I think we are a good chance of beating them tonight. But I still have some slight concerns about this lineup for the Aussies. I still think we're a bit short in the spin department. As I said, there's not a lot of backup for Zampa. Adil Rashid, the, the English spinner, has been in exceptional form throughout this tournament. I'm not sure about our lower middle order. You know, you've got Wade at seven. Is he the best finisher in Australian cricket? I'm not sure. But what's good is you, you make a good point. Finally, we've got our best players on the, the park. That's I mean, right. It seems like we never get to see Australia's best players playing T20 cricket. They're either resting because they've just played a test series or they're resting because they've got to go to the IPL in a couple of months. You never know why, but usually we only get about half our best players. So it's really hard to judge how the Australian T20 team is tracking. So We've got them all together now. I think it's showing signs of improvement in those first two games. If they continue to improve against the Poms, I think we'll give them a run for our money. But England certainly starts favourite tomorrow morning. You look at it, though. We've got, you know, let's hope Warner and Finch are back in form now. We've got Maxi, who's been making runs for the last couple of months in the IPL in the UAE. We've got Stoinis hitting some, some good runs as well. And there's a bloke called S. Smith who's just quietly building away making 30s and 40s, I think I think our batting is probably the best in the whole competition. Yeah, I, I slightly disagree with that. I think where Australia's short is our fearlessness at the crease. I don't think we have the power and aggression that some other the teams have. You, know, you look at some of these lineups, they just bat without any fear of consequence. They're always looking for the boundary. And usually in T20 cricket, the team that hits the most boundaries wins the game. So you're right. If, you know, players like Maxwell, Finch, Stoiner and Warner, Stoinis and Warner fire, they are going to give Australia big totals. Uh, Steve Smith is your sort of anchor. He's the one to bat around everybody else and rotate the strike and mosey along at a strike rate of around 110. But he needs players around him with the power. I, I think that's where Australia's really got to improve. We've just got to be fearless and look for these big totals. Manners, we'll be fine, mate. Trust me. We're there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very confident, Jason. 
Listen, mate, we've got to go. We've got to go to a break. Uh, it's uh, Andrew Menzel from Cricket Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, get that from wherever you get your podcast from. Let's wish the uh, the Aussies good luck tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Central on SEN, mate. Thanks, Jason. Have a good day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.